This is Central Indiana Today with your host, Nicole Kendall, on WYRZ. Good evening and welcome to Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Nicole Kendall here and I have the pleasure today to be speaking with the lovely Brandy Perel from the Hendricks College Network. She's their executive director. Hi, Brandy. Hey, Nicole. Thanks for having me. Well, We're thrilled to be here. I am so glad that you're here with us as well. Thank you for your time and sharing your story and your mission of the Hendricks College Network. And coming up a little bit later on in our conversation, we'll talk about the upcoming events you have. But before we do that, let's hear all about uh, why the Hendricks College Network was established and its mission. Well, I think that the story is pretty interesting. I think a lot of us have heard about endeavors that we had here in Hendricks County to increase the access to higher education, and that all started back in 1998 when a group of people got together. Some of our commissioners were excited about the possibility of having a college, its own college here in Hendricks County, and they started to pursue funding to make something along those lines happen. And um, we looked at having, you know, a new rendition of what was Central Normal College, which I didn't grow up here, but I hear a lot about. And it was based out of Danville and, you know, back in what we would say the old days. But um, (laughs) it's a it's a pretty neat story. And uh, there was a long pause. And I think some of them were looking for something along those lines again. And we decided we could probably do this in a more efficient way. So in 2002, they established the Hendricks College Network after being the post-secondary Education Task Force, I believe was their name. Um, So when they formalized, we started looking at options for bringing schools here that wanted to have kind of a base, but not necessarily their home base. Right. Um, So we started looking around at cohorts of people who wanted to learn a certain type of subject or certification, and we would get them together and bring that program down from Purdue or Ball State. And that started our success of having a reputation of having that access to these schools mm-hmm. and be able to bring that right here at home where it's easy, it's convenient for your lifestyle as an adult. And that was really our focus at the beginning. Very good. So when it's called a network, who's part of your network now? Who do you consider members of your network? Well, you, Nicole, I think um, all of us are. <laughs> when we talk about a network, it's It's a pretty informal word for us. I think we look at the community as our network. Our job is to be a connector. Our job is to make sure that we know what's going on in good ways in education, and we can continue to tell people, hey, here's some opportunities that are here for you, and if we need to make them more convenient for you, then we'll use our relationships to bring them even closer to home, make it more convenient, and make sure it fits the lifestyle of those that are looking to pursue a new career or further training. Very good. Well said. Now, do you help high school students or adults who are looking for college education? We definitely help both. So what we started in 2007 when I actually came on as a full-time employee um, was a program called It's Not Too Late. And we were really focusing on adults. And we like to call it the guidance office for grownups. I love that so much because as adults, I think we we aren't exactly sure what we want to do all the time. I I talk to my friends and community members often, and I hear them say, I have no idea what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) And we're in our 30s or 40s, right? And And I don't either. I get it. I'll need that help someday, too, you know, when someone has to advise me. But I think the opportunity to just sit down and talk with someone and ask them what their goals are as an adult, you know, sometimes we can find that path pretty easily, and it's just making those connections. So that's one of the most rewarding parts of the job for me personally. But I think also working with 
high school students is something that we're always there for. We don't want to step on the toes of our counselors. We have great relationships with our schools. Sure. That kind of leads to my next question. How do you reach the local high school students who are looking to enter college? Sure. Well, we spend a lot of time with our counselors, hearing from them where there are some needs. Individually, they'll sometimes refer students. Like last week, I had an opportunity to do some mock interviews with a student who had a scholarship opportunity. She had to go up to the school and, you know, spend a few hours with some pretty important people on campus. So talking about, you know, ways she could project that confidence and her goals. Oh, that's excellent experience. And she'll use that as a young adult too, right? You're trying to build build these youngsters up so they can have a good uh, adult experience. We related that back to, you know, how that can work in the career field too. So those are great experiences, but, you know, doing the college fair, having scholarships that are hosted on our website, um, continuing to talk with our superintendents about what their big goals are and what's next. And we have some new projects on the horizon working even closer with our schools, and we're excited to look towards those. Oh, very good. Now, obviously, you help adults as well. How do you find these adults? Is it just word of mouth? How do you have a, I know we're going to talk about a career in college fair coming up soon, but what other ways do you find the adults who maybe are a little lost in their career and they want to change? I think I've found, you know, I've been here, I guess, 11 years now. Word of mouth has always been best for us. We have a website, you know, we have Facebook and Twitter, and we have a phone number. And the best way to get a hold of us is through hearing someone else who's had a good experience or has heard of us or knows that we are a community-supported organization that is there to help. Uh, Word of mouth has always been best, and it's hard. It's hard to get that out there. So opportunities like this to just share our story and why we're here and the ways that we can be um, an asset to our community are good ways to let others know. Absolutely. I'd have to agree with that. Now, you touched on earlier that you do help with some financial aid. In what ways do you help people going into college prepare for that uh, daunting task of trying to get financial aid? How do you help them? Nicole, you're right. It's so daunting. It's so frustrating to think about how expensive college is these days. Um, So I guess a lot of ways. One way is when you look at the big picture, if you can go here closer to home and you don't have those expenses of travel or having to eat out every meal because you're taking classes, um, you know, having to park, all the different ways that it just starts to add up. Having those close to home is a great way to save money. When it comes to actually paying those bills that aren't going to go away, like tuition and books, um, we obviously encourage people to complete the FAFSA, which is the free application for federal student aid. And that will help you know if you can qualify for those free grants and that free money. It'll suggest scholarships that you might be able to qualify for and also give you the opportunity to apply for student loans. Um, you know, While we know that student loans are a great way to help you complete your education, we also try to help people be knowledgeable about the gravity of what happens when you do take loans sure. and how you want to be smart about it. It's hard to imagine when you're young, right? You can't think of, you know, in 10 years, I'm going to have this paid off or they don't know what their life's going to look like 10 years down the road. So they need to plan for that, right? Well, yeah. And I think I learned the hard way. I <laughs> I turned 40 next month, and I'm really excited about that. But what I'm not excited about is I still have student loans. I'm still paying on those. And while I wouldn't trade my education for the world, had I known other ways to kind of supplement those auxiliary costs, maybe sure, sure. that would have been helpful for me. You know, I, I had a job, and that was helpful. But there were other ways that I wish that people would have you shared You would have known about? Sure. Sure. And so, you know, coming from that experience, I think that's helpful for people to see, hey, you've been there, too. Maybe yeah. I should listen 
person. Yeah. Um, and like I said, wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is a burden that I continue to carry. Well, you're sitting across from one, from someone who understands that problem because I'm in the same boat. So that's great. And it's so wonderful now that the, the people who are going through high school and into college and even adults who are looking for a change and going back to school, that this network now exists when back when we were in school, it just didn't, it, those resources weren't available. So I commend you for what you're doing here in the community to make the experience of going into college a little easier now than it used to be. So I appreciate the work you're doing in that area. Now, what types, speaking of financial aid and scholarships, what types of scholarships do you promote throughout the year? And how do people find out about them? Well, the easiest way to find out about them is definitely on our website. We have a tab that's dedicated to scholarships. You can search through and see which ones might be related to you. We have over 75 scholarships on there last time I looked, and they were all community-based. So these are ones that maybe you don't see at the Community Foundation for a traditional high school student. We work closely with them to ensure that you know we're hitting all the corners of the county to make sure all those scholarships are being promoted either, either through them or us, which is one way is always best for the type of scholarship they have set up. And we do that for free. If you're a community organization or a family that has something you need to promote, we are happy to put a link to it on our website. We can put a PDF of the form. And like I said, students can go on there and find it themselves. It's not something where I would typically have the opportunity to sit down and say, here are the five scholarships that best meet you. But we can give some suggestions. And I do often hear from groups, you know, hey, we haven't had a lot of applicants this year. Can you help us get the word out a little bit better? And I can also so think of people, oh, yeah, this is targeted towards women. Well, let's let Nicole know that, hey, she was thinking about that learning opportunity. Here's yeah. a way to make that happen for her. Well, and I know you're so active in the chambers of commerce here locally, so I'm sure you get the word out in that way as well to let people know what's going on. And I take it you're always looking for more scholarship opportunities. Let's say, for instance, if it's the Danville Kiwanis or the Avon Rotary or whatever group is wanting to get a scholarship out there, they can contact you. I'm assuming here I'm going to ask you. Uh, do you want them to reach out to you if they have these opportunities so we that do. you can surely you know might help make your network grow right absolutely we want to share all that we can for the community it's nice to have that one access point where you can find those and I don't know that sure. that truly existed before on a local level even though you know scholarships.com you know that's a great website it's a generic name it is a good place to go look for scholarships. But if you want something on a more local level where local, you can feel sure. that personal impact, that touch, then I think this is a good place to do it. So we always want to hear about those. And community organizations who are listening, if you do have a scholarship and you want to share that with our community, think about that impact. Um, you know, our books are so expensive for school. A $500 scholarship is a great intention, but it doesn't go very far when it comes to college. And as helpful as that $500 is, Think about it if it were a thousand. Instead of giving two five hundreds, what if you gave one one thousand or even more? It could have a bigger impact for that student and maybe bring you some more applicants than just that smaller amount. Um, you know, it's always appreciated, but those are some points to think about. And I'd love to talk to organizations if they need some help in kind of retooling to help how them organize a scholarship, it. right? So that they do it in the right way because they all mean well. And if you can help them get that started to make it even more successful, why not? Absolutely. That's a great point yeah, to thank share. You. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now we've talked about 
about financial aid and scholarships, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about your fair coming up soon. But uh, do you help adults who are looking for just a career change? They're maybe not looking for more education, but they're sitting at work maybe even today, and they said, I have got to get out of here. I don't like what I'm doing, and I really could use a different direction. Do you help people like that? Absolutely. I think there's so many ways we can do that. And like I mentioned earlier, that's truly one of my passion points. I think just talking with someone and helping them realize their goals and seeing when they talk about something special to them, their eyes light up. And then you realize, you know what, that's probably where you need to be spending yeah, some of your you time. Yeah, you touched on something there, right? Yeah. And so a lot of times just through conversation, we can get that out. And then I can remember, you know what, there's people in the community that are looking for people just like you. Let's see if we can do some informational interviewing and find out more. Let's see if we can look at the opportunities that exist or might exist in the near future and start getting you ready for those. And a lot of times it isn't a college degree. You know, our name is Hendricks College Network, but we want to go by HCN even more because that C can mean college. It can mean career. It can just mean a connection. It can mean a class. You know, there's so many different things. And it doesn't always mean that you have to invest four years of your life in getting a bachelor's degree because I truly believe there are great ways to find a new career that don't involve a college course. Sorry to my college friends. No, and you can enjoy it and you can make good money in some of these technical careers. So it's not for everyone to take that college route. I agree with that. I understand that what you're saying there. So I appreciate that you're open to helping adults who maybe just need a change because I think there are so many people who continue a job that they don't love and that's a shame, right? So it's nice to know that you're out there for people who are looking to make a difference and uh, and, and change their direction in their course of life. So. We are. And I just want to share, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but we do kind of have that um, doctor-patient confidentiality, too. There's okay, a lot of people I talk to, yeah, in our community that are just thinking, I love parts of my job, but here's what I would really love, or here's where, you know, I'd like to be someday, maybe five years from now. Yeah, I can keep that secret for five years. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty good at that. So, um, you know, I encourage you to come talk and just see what those opportunities look like, because maybe I can learn about ways that we can help others, too, not just you. So you can, right. you know, spread that and... That's wonderful. Now let's talk a little bit about the cost of that assistance. What if someone comes in and they they just need advice on career counseling? How do they pay for that? Um, How how is that set up? Well, we take $1 million checks, but otherwise we just give it away for free. There you go. (laughs) That's good to know. I knew that it was free actually, but I have to let the whole audience hear that because I think that's a very important part of this because so many times I think people are hesitant because they're afraid they can't afford the help. So to know that you're there and that you will not charge for that type of assistance is, uh, is important to share. Thanks. I think it's important, too. I mean, big picture-wise, we are mainly supported by community dollars. Our, um, our county government supports what we do, and they believe in what we do. They see it as economic development. If you think about it, you know, the more educated people, the more um, prepared workforce that we have in our community, the more our businesses are going to want to locate here and use those employees that we've prepared that are ready to come and do a great job so their businesses can thrive. Sure. It's all a big continuous circle, and I think it it benefits all of us. Well, I hate to use the cliche, it's a win-win, but in this situation, I'd say that's an appropriate way to put it. I agree. Thank you, Brandy. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on the air in just a few moments with Brandy Perel from the Hendricks College Network. We're going to talk about some upcoming events taking place right here in Hendricks County this spring. Stay tuned. The new Plainfield UPS is now hiring part-time package handlers for three different shifts, morning, evening, and late night. A weekly retention bonus, pension, 
benefits, and college tuition reimbursements are available for part-time UPS employees. More information on available positions, online applications, and scheduling an interview can be found at www.upsjobs.com. And we're back on WYRZ with Central Indiana Today. You have Nicole Kendall here speaking with Brandy Perrell from the Hendricks College Network. Now, Brandy, we've been talking about how you are established here in Hendricks County, what you do for the community, uh, for students and adults looking for career changes or going into college maybe for the first time. Now, since we've already covered all that, we have a few more things we'd like to talk about tonight. What are some new initiatives that you're working on at the Hendricks College Network? Well, I think, you know, originally our goals were to have colleges here and have access to that. And today we do. Uh, We're pretty proud of all the opportunities that we have that span anywhere from a certificate to a PhD. But I think HCN continues to evolve in the needs of our community. And what we've seen so much lately is a need for workforce. I just got the update on Monday that our unemployment rate is at 2.5. So that's fantastic. We've got a lot of opportunities here, but it also means that many of our employers are struggling and finding the employees that they need that are qualified to do the jobs that exist right here in our community. There are thousands of them open today. So as we looked a little closer at that and sat down with our partners at Economic Development, um, we looked at how we could address that very specifically in our community. And we know that a lot of that is working through employers and be able to communicate their needs to the potential employees in our community, get them educated, get them ready. And we did just receive word that we are going to be able to continue with that program with some state funding that is going to make a really big impact in our community over the next next two years. We'll be able to educate people about the opportunities that exist, why they're a great quality of life, um, that they're right here in our community, that they're available today and have a career path that has a promising future. It's not just entry-level jobs. It's opportunities to be part of an organization that thrives here in our community. And we want to make sure we're making those connections, painting those pathways for people, and getting those employers, the trained employees that they need, so we can all have a good quality of life. Well, of course. Congratulations on that recent news. And I look forward to hearing about how you will expand this network and really help it grow and make even more of a difference right here in Hendricks County. Now, let's talk about a few upcoming events you have taking place this spring. Actually, this month, you have one coming up pretty soon, the Hendricks County College and Career Fair. Tell us about that. Well, this is probably the biggest event that we're known for at Hendricks College Network. What we do is put this on for all of the school corporations in our community. We used to move it around to the different schools and kind of host it in a different place each year. And then we decided, let's have it centrally located so everyone always knows where it is. And it's usually the same time of year, usually the same week. So it's at the end of February, on February 22nd, we have over 100 booths full of training providers. And now we have everyone from Purdue, which in my opinion, you know, the best school ever, to IU, to Ivy Tech, to the private schools like Butler, um, all the popular ones that you've heard of, and then some of those that maybe you haven't thought of before. Um, We also have the trades represented, and that's something that's kind of personal and passionate for me is giving people opportunities that aren't just college, where you can go and use your hands, where you can get into something that's meaningful to you and has a great quality of life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The pay that you get coming into a trade is often higher than what most of us uh, bachelor degree graduates end up making when we first come out of school. So Mm -hmm. there are great opportunities and we want to make sure we provide those in the same place. I think, I think the trades is a place that we're going to put a lot more effort over this next year. And I'm excited about that. Very good. Now that's Thursday, February 22nd. Tell us about what time and what type of workshops will be held that night. 
Yeah, I think that's an important part of it, too, is an opportunity to learn about how to make this all work for you while you're there. So we do have workshops, and they start at 5, and they go through 7, and then the fair is from 6.30 to 8. And so if you want to come early and learn about financial aid or scholarships, essay writing, admissions, careers, um, we're going to have opportunities from, like I said, anything from a certificate up to a PhD that you can learn what can work for you. Talk to those people and ask them those hard questions. Um, See what challenges you might face. So think about it when you're, you know, a sophomore in high school or an adult, maybe thinking about a career change in the future. This is your opportunity to come learn what you're going to need to be prepared to do to make that transition successful for you. Sure. Now, I also understand you have an event coming up in April, maybe for those folks who cannot attend in February, or even if they can come in February, I'm sure you'd like them to come again in April. Tell us about maybe a little information as to what you're planning this spring. Yeah, well, this is the newest idea. And I have to say a personal dream come true to have an apprenticeship fair. And so I was just talking about the trades and how great that can be. We want people to have more access to what that can look like. And, you know, that path can look different for everyone, depending on which route you go. So we want to be sure that we can put all that in one place for an opportunity to meet those people, ask those questions, and share with families that this is a neat opportunity of careers that we need because all of these careers serve everything we do in our lives. You know, we need people to fix our cars, make them run well so we feel safe and get our families where they need to be. We need people to help with the plumbing when our pipes freeze and you have winters like we have this winter. Sure. And those are rewarding careers, so I can't wait to share that. So it's on April 12th and it's going to be at Avon High School. It'll be in the evening and uh, we're going to be promoting that, so look on our social media and we'll share it with all of our neighbors to help us get the word out. But it is open to the public, both high school and adult. And we want to make this successful. It'll be smaller first year. You know, we'll have a handful of people there to share the opportunities. But we want to grow that so that it becomes a popular way to um, pursue your career when maybe the traditional four-year route isn't necessarily something you're interested in. Sure. Very valid points. Thank you for sharing those events with us. Now, before we wrap up tonight's conversation, I have to ask, I know you've been involved with the Hendricks College Network for quite a while here in Hendricks County. Why do you love what you do? What, what keeps you here and keeps you motivated every day? Because you're so involved, and I see your passion and your excitement about what you do. What's behind that? What, what's been so rewarding about your job? I hope you do see that, Nicole. I think that's, that's pretty important to me that people see that I just care. Um, part of being an employee at Hendricks College Network, it's made me be a connector, a networker. It's how we get the word out. That's how we advertise, and it's our marketing budget, is by getting out and meeting people. And you hear about the needs in our community, and I think the most rewarding part for me is knowing that I get to help meet those every day. I get to meet people and see where they have a need, meet employers and see where they have a need and start finding solutions just by making connections through relationships. I care so much about having a community that is being efficient and working with the resources that we have or developing new ones that are taking advantage of all the assets that we have here. So we have to seek those out. So being a connector, I think, is just what I'm most proud of and able to do and uh, see people's success coming from that. That definitely makes sense with you. I can tell that you're very passionate about what you do. So thank you for your service here in Hendricks County. And for more information for people who are listening tonight, they'd like to be in touch with you. Uh, Let's share your phone number, your website, Facebook, any kind of contact information you'd like to share with the public listening tonight. Yeah, you can find our website. It's just HendricksCollegeNetwork.org. And uh, you can definitely find information about the upcoming events there or those scholarships that we talked about. And then check out our social media. We have a Twitter account. We, I think it's HCN.org. Should be easy to find. 
We're getting into Instagram with the help of one of our interns who thinks that's a pretty important way for us to share some things that are going on. And sure. I agree. I like it myself. And then our phone number, it's just 317-762-4EDU. Isn't that cute? It's yes, very well thought out there. <laughs> well, Brandy Burrell, thank you so much for being here tonight on WYRZ for Central Indiana Today. And if you're listening tonight and you'd like more information, be sure to reach out to Brandy. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Nicole. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Nicole Kendall, on WYRZ.